So we were talking about not talking about Boise. And I was just going to say that I have really enjoyed listening to you guys shit on Boise on the other show. Mm, good. The wrestling show. Okay. Because I feel like Boise had it coming. Somebody needed to take it down a peg. Yeah. That city got real full of itself real quick. It really did. I mean, and especially once Josh was going there, it was like, oh, huh, look it. Here are your, here are your fancy yeah. Phoenix friends, uh, fastest growing city in the United States. Uh, what 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 happened? You're losing a little bit of your of your clout there. Yeah, I I found Boise much more charming when all I knew about it was reading stories about how Jake Plummer liked to start professional handball leagues there or something. Mm. Yeah, uh, like I'd, I'd go play handball with Jake Plummer. Why not? Um, I, I yeah, I guess if I if I had nothing. Better to do that afternoon, but I own a switch now, so oh, that doesn't yeah. really come about. Um, I mean, on, on one hand, uh, there 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 is a lot of um, a lot of beer in um, in Boise, so uh, I know that Josh is really going to enjoy that. Uh, but I think he's also going to enjoy, you know, the the religion heavy, uh, you know, cities, you know, mostly Mormons, who oh. may disagree with you both politically, and just, you know, at your core. I just got back from Utah, and Utah they got some weird intersections of religion and beer. Mm-hmm. Where any beer that's served on draft or in a normal grocery store type setting can only be four percent alcohol by volume. Hmm. And I drank a lot of four percent ABV beer, and it really like even though some of them were good beers, it started to just wear on me and make me sad. Hmm. Yeah, because you know deep down inside you're not getting drunk, Tim. No, and I wanted to get just a little drunk. Not super drunk, but I needed to be a little drunker than I was. Mm, sure. 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 Definitely. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to Josh writing an article one day uh, similar to uh, an article uh, called Why the Hell Did I Move to Boise? Uh, now, this one, I think, is, is kind of a positive one that I read, but... Um, I I, th- I think he's going to write a real one like that. Hmm. You know? And uh, also... He's, gonna, he's basically leaving his wife all by herself at a time when the St. Louis Blues could win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And that's that's a strange situation to be in. That... That doesn't seem right for for us St. Louis fans. It's a it's a really exciting time. It's and but I think that I don't think we should be alone. Um, well, I mean, she definitely shouldn't, and that's that. You're right. right. That's 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 just a weird. That's a weird time to not support somebody when their sports dreams are about to come true. Yeah, it's a this is a big sports dream. It's selfish. It's a selfish move. It's on the it's on the era on the level, I think, of what the Cubs fans were feeling. I don't want to compare myself to them. Mm. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. But you're doing it. Here you are. 
But it's, I mean, a lifetime is a lifetime. You know, it doesn't matter how many years it is, really, if it's your whole life. I, I've I've waited my entire lifetime to see uh, the Phoenix Suns win a championship. Well, and that's going to be my next grail, right? Because I think that, you know, out, out of all of my professional sports championship fantasies, they will have been fulfilled except for NBA basketball. And the Phoenix Suns are my team. Yeah. It's my only team. It's, it's, it's hard being a Phoenix Suns fan. Historically, but the more I think now, about it, the more the more I learn ever. about 1993, I realize that probably wasn't that wasn't our year. It wouldn't have it wouldn't look good now had the Suns won in '93 because of like a lot of those guys were mixed up in some bad stuff. Sure, sure. I mean, you know, co- the, cocaine stuff. It, it all what all you know what. All that matters is what happens when you win. If you win and you do that stuff, then we look back on it and we laugh. Ha! Oh, those teams of the 80s and early 90s with their drug abuse, they were so charming. It's true. Nobody, nobody looks back at like Wayne Gretzky and Grant Fear doing all that cocaine back in Edmonton and is like, oh, you got... You know, those guys were champions. Yeah. Yeah, they were champions. Derek. They were. They're all champions. They're champions. You know why? Because they, they won, championships, and champions dictate right. history. It's really what it comes down to in this country. I don't know how to transition out of that. Yeah. So, I, I, mean, I don't know either. I, I mean, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm like champions, I guess. However, whatever they do is what champions do, and so, in a sense. Winning validates mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Everything else about you. It's not happening. You win, and that becomes good. No. I don't know. No. No. I mean, it's a valid effort. Are we still getting our pork? You, you, gave it, yeah. you, gave it, you gave it a valid, valiant effort. But uh, no, you, you did not do a good job. I'm not happy. I'm, I'm actually pretty angry because we talked about the Suns. Um, we talked about Josh moving to, to Boise. These are all things that, that, that really get me angry. Uh I, I mean, you, can't you be like a little happy for the St. Louis Blues? Maybe I don't want. No, I don't really want to no, jinx this. No, I don't know because when this episode's going to drop. I can't because, even think about the St. Louis Blues because I'm too busy thinking about Robert Ory hip checking Steve Nash in the 2007 playoffs. Tim, that's all I can think about right now. I'm getting, I'm getting my. Oh, I'm so angry. Now, okay, now, now, I, whatever I said about 1993 does not apply to 2007. 2007 would have been a great year to win a championship. Damn it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'd like to welcome. Our, I'm, I'm sorry. Our, our, no, we're we're, no, we're going to welcome in. We're going to welcome the viewers in. I know they're viewers. I know they're not listeners. I know they're listeners. I know they're not viewers. Tim, I don't care. I'm fucking angry right now, and I'm going to welcome our viewers into episode number seventy of Derek and Tim Eat Snacks. Derek and Tim eat snacks on the internet. We're man. We brought the viewers in during an emotionally dark time, and. I'm just I'm I'm happy they're here for us. Yeah, we haven't seen We're each other in a while. This. We haven't done the podcast. We took a little bit of a hiatus, a little bit of a break. It was episode 69. We had to leave people wondering if we were going to come back or if that was it. I think that's uh, that's that 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 was a good cliffhanger. I think we are the kind of guys that could have ended this show at 69 and been very happy about that, Tim. Just I for mean, the gang. Viewers know that was just one week ago. It's just a longer than normal week. One week ago. 
Yeah. So yeah, we do this every week. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It was a long week though. Longer long than normal. Week. We had a lot of stuff happening this week. Uh, I saw Piff the Magic Dragon in this week, Tim. I heard about that. That was fun. He was surly. He's not an exclusively Vegas thing, really. He's come, he travels a bit. He has a residency, and then he also has a touring act, yes. Hmm. And I strongly Is he two different guys, or is he just one one guy? He's not a guy, Tim. He's a dragon. What part about Piff the Magic Dragon don't you understand? I'm sorry. I mean, there's two dragons. There's the, there's the, the, Mr. Piffles is a dragon, too, but Piff is the dragon. Piff's the dragon. He's the, he's the magic dragon. He does magic. He's a dragon. He's a dragon that does magic. He's not a magic dragon. He's a dragon that does magic. There's a lot I don't understand here. Clearly, I I was in Vegas at the same time as you, and we didn't meet up. I know. I'm so upset about that. I was sleepy. I ate a lot of White Castle, Mm -hmm. and it just kind of weighed me down. We could have been at White Castle at the same time, Tim. I went to White Castle in Vegas, too. We went on like alternating nights though. Did I you go? Did like you go to Fremont Friday. Street? Yeah, we went to Fremont Street. Okay, that good. was an absolute shit show. Oh, absolutely! Place. It's the, never not a shit show. Staff, it's Fremont Street. The staff there was incredibly nice. The restaurant was an absolute disaster area. Uh huh. It was packed with people. Uh, but but I got to hand it to the staff at the Fremont Street White Castle. They were just way nicer than they had any business being. Oh God, yes. There was an insane man who was first entertaining the people inside of the restaurant by looking in through a window and screaming funny obscenities, which people found to be delightfully charming, until that same man came into the restaurant and started yelling those same obscenities at people within range of striking distance. And my favorite part of this interaction at the White Castle was that it was Memorial Day weekend, the busiest weekend in Las Vegas, uh, during the, the entire year for Las Vegas. Is and that the busiest weekend? I always thought the busiest weekend in Las Vegas was whenever CES and also the Adult Entertainment Expo no. were happening at the same time. I thought it was that time no, of the year. No, like, those, hap- those happened together at the same location. That, uh, that's not like even like a thing where it's like, oh, those happen in the city the same weekend. No, 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 those happen together. But no, that's not it. Apparently, from what we were told several times at several restaurants and by several very grumpy employees at different establishments, Memorial Day weekend is the busiest weekend in Las Vegas uh, for the entire year. And what a terrible choice of times to go to Vegas, man! Go I during know. the go during the winter months. Go I, when it's when it's cold in your part of the area and your part of town. Go to Vegas. I have no control over that, Tim. But getting back to my White Castle story, I just want to say how funny it is that it ended with the manager coming over to this guy and basically telling him, if it was any other weekend, I'd put up with your shit. But I can't right now, so get the hell out. And the guy goes, all right, (laughs) gotcha. And just (laughs) fucking split. Took his whole insane cursing fucking act and took it right outside. Was That's a, it was now, is this an act or was he, is he just, no, a, I don't uh, know. I don't, I do. I don't know what was happening, Tim. I was in line. You know how the white castle line goes. It's very long. It, it goes through the entire middle of the store. And I was just stuck there while the guys who were eating at a table were antagonizing this crazy guy through a window who was then doing like 
slit your throat gestures and shit at them through the window while smiling all crazy and being funny about it, and they thought it was hilarious, once again, until he was within striking distance. It's amazing how that situation changes once a crazy person comes into your personal area. When there's glass between you, you're brave, just like people in traffic, Tim. When there's yeah. glass between you, you're yelling shit, calling people a MFR, all of that stuff. I don't even know why I censored myself there, there Tim. I, I, I love to say motherfucker, uh, but I did for the sake of the story because I didn't feel like it really added to it. I just wanted to, you know, I wanted to get the, the, the idea across of, of what was going on here. It was yeah, kids. White Castle's a family restaurant. It was a family restaurant, so I didn't want to curse inside of it. You got these MFers out here antagonizing this MFer on the outside of the window like he's an effing, uh, you know, lion at the zoo that they know that that can't get there. You know, throwing fucking hamburgers at the window, showing their private parts, whatever people do in Las Vegas, that kind of thing. Uh. Uh, but it was, a, it, was a, it was a crazy weekend, as it always is when we go to Las Vegas. Met a lot of fun wrestlers, drank a lot, had some fun. Um... But you didn't stop your travels there. You had other travels. Oh yeah, I went to Utah, hiked up some mountains. It was it was nice. There's a there's a place up in the Big Cottonwood Canyon called Silver Fork Lodge that makes sourdough pancakes that are still the best pancakes I've ever had. Wow. Um, their sourdough starter is like more than fifty years old or something like that. It's wild. Oh, and it is mother dough. This time of year, it's the only place that's open in this whole damn canyon. All the ski resorts are shut down. The roads still aren't open because the mountains are still snowy. It's maybe not the best time of year to go to Utah, it turns out, because hmm. there's not a whole lot going on up in the mountains there. So you picked a bad time to go to Las Vegas and even and an even worse time to go to Utah. Yeah, and there was kind of like threat of rain every single day, like at all times. Like we'd just be checking the weather app and we'd be like, okay, if we go right now, there's like not a chance of rain until 3 p.m. And then it would just rain. Like the weather app was useless. Wow, that sounds. They don't, they don't know. They can't predict the weather in the remote mountains surrounding Salt Lake City, the Wasatch Mountains. So what? What I'm taking away from this, what I'm understanding here, is is that you are very happy to be back here in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, not Boise, Idaho. You're here in Phoenix, and you're ready to be snacking with me, your buddy. Yes. Yes. yes I'm happy. I'm so happy to be back in Phoenix, and I need a snack. And I need a snack with you, Derek. You know what? And you, you came back at, at, at the perfect time because it's our first 100-degree day today. Today is our first 100-degree day. Uh, and I, for one, being someone that's lived in Phoenix the majority of my life, am appreciative that we are getting our first 100-degree day on June 5th, 2019. God bless. God bless America that we're getting thought- our first 100-degree day today. I thought technically it was our third. What? I, yeah, that was. I I think there might have been like. Oh, those one other days. Those one, don't, I don't count. Know. I don't care about those one offs. You know what I'm talking about. I am talking about the wall to wall 100 degree days that start now and don't end until fucking disgusting monsoon season has come and gone at the beginning of August. Yeah, we're not getting back down to the 90s anytime soon. And it's. <laughs> It's fine. I'm ready for it, man. Are you? You ready yeah. for the heat? You ready to enjoy the dryness that Arizona has to offer? You know what I what I like about this time of year in Phoenix, <laughs> and it's not it, it it sucks when your electric bill comes, but your AC kind of runs all the time. Yeah, it's a good. Because other other times, like you have to turn it on to keep your house a certain temperature, but your house will kind of stay at a comfortable temperature. But if the air is not running, that temperature feels kind of warm. Yeah. Like you got to have the cold air blowing on you to really make it feel good. Yeah. 
know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I, for one, am very appreciative of the solar panels I installed on my house because my temp- my AC bill has stayed remarkably low so far this year. Uh, Dude, I think they, they finally figured all, it all out. We should all have solar panels out here. Yeah, I don't everybody have them yet. should. Everybody should. Everybody should have the solar panels. Uh, I used to have like three hundred dollar, you know, power bills, and now I'm like forty six dollars. Forty six dollars. Oh my is god, my, is my APS. Bill. That's 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 ridiculous. Because yeah, uh, yeah, ours ours in the summertime, our our electric bill will. We, I mean, we've had like six hundred dollar bills or something like that, but that was that was where thing was not right. Our our electric plan or whatever, and and now they get up around like five hundred still in the hotter months. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. It's a lot of money. It's a lot. Uh, which is which is just a necessity basically to live. It's not like we're keeping the house extravagantly extravagantly cool. I'm not like Jared Rabinovitz over here. No, oh. keeping the house at like sixty eight degrees yeah. or some shit. Just like a like a meat locker over there at his house. Oh yeah, it's oh, it's it's wonderful. I I highly recommend it's hanging really out. Nice. It's, it's really nice. It's really nice. It's the best place to be during summer. He's got a pool and he smokes meat. Yeah. You you have to deal with being around Jared, of course, but it's it's a small price to pay. It's yeah, it's worth it. Sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes. I just got back from Vegas, so let's pump the brakes on how worth it it is. <laughs> because right now I don't know. But let's also talk about one of the things that we do here in Arizona when it comes to cooling ourselves off, and that is cold, delicious, ice creamy treats. Am I right? Is yeah, this, man. It's, it's, it's the best time of the year for the ice creamy treats. Since I've been here, I've been trying to sort of pin down frozen treat culture in Arizona, and I'm not quite sure what it is because mm. our signature, like, ice cream shop i guess is cold stone yeah like that's kind of i mean because I mean, it's from it's, here like it's our, our like our governor was the ceo of it for a while like it's a i mean it's part of our dna as phoenix a little bit sure i would say that um, yeah but at the but same time like too a, it's it's uh, there there's a metaphor there where it comes to cold stone creamery right it's it's like it's like Coldstone is what Arizona wants to be. You know, it wants to be kind of this pretentious, high priced, fancy thing that that really is is nothing. Yeah, kind of upscale, kind of upscale. I used to when I was in when I was in college, I would get pissed off because you had to pay like whatever a mix in costs. It's fifty cents or a dollar or something like that. You buy one mix in. And your mix-in is one Reese's peanut butter cup. And I think they would have, like, the candy bar there in front of you. And they would, like, open up the pack and take out one of the yeah, two. Yeah, of the two. <laughs> like, I don't want one. Yeah. I want a whole Reese's peanut butter cup pack mashed into my ice cream. Yes. 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 And and that was the, that was the biggest disappointment, especially with how much you uh, spent. I had to break that down to my daughter. Yeah. My daughter is a fan of going to the water store because the water store has old school thrifty ice cream. And it's so great to get the old school oh, thrifty ice cream. Oh, that's a that's a big deal. People out here love like people who've been here a long time love telling you about Smitty's. Yeah. I don't know what Smitty's was, yeah. some grocery store or something like that, but they had thrifty ice cream. Yes. 
We love talking about that. We don't have a lot of history here, Tim. We don't have things from the 1890s we can go back to. We're a fucking young city, okay? So yeah. the deepest our history goes back is when when Smiths and Smitties used to not be one and all owned by Kroger under fries, and they were all their own competing supermarkets that kept prices low and had their own specials and whatnot. This entire city now is owned by two corporations, and that sucks. But anyway, back to the, the, the thrifty ice cream. It's special. We used to have thrifty stores, and that's where the thrifty ice cream used to, that, that used to be where you could get it. Now, in Phoenix, it's mostly water stores, and my daughter likes to go get it. And I had to break down, like, cost here. Prices, cost, how much things cost. I had to break down for her that we could eat, like, six helpings of two scoop ice cream out of buying a quart you know, or uh, a, quart, a quart and a half uh, at the store it, it, instead of buying her the one scoop, the one single scoop from the, the from the, the water store that costs nearly $3. Ironically named. Yeah, ironically named Thrifty. Thrifty ice cream. It's terrible. I about this all the time, about how much it costs to, like, go out and get, like, burgers for the family. Ridiculous. Yeah. No, I know. I mean... <sighs> And there's plenty of things. Don't get me wrong. There's plenty of things that I will wholeheartedly splurge on. Uh, I know what a big deal McDonald's is to kids and stuff. And despite the McDonald's Happy Meals being outrageously overpriced as of late, I will still go buy them for her. I will still get her certain things. But when the ice when it comes to ice cream, I have a really hard time with that. Tim, at Safeway the other day, they had a sale where you got four Four gallons of ice cream for a dollar a piece if you bought four. They're, they're not full. They're, they're like a. They're like they're like the box ice cream. That's that's not a full size gallon. It's like no. A, it was Briar's ice that? cream, not gallon. It was the 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 size I referenced four, earlier. The, the four packs of Briar's. Yeah, Briar's. It, it might be a quart. Quart and a half is what it is. It's the you know okay. that square brick looking thing, and they were. Yeah. Buy one, buy four for a dollar each, you know. I, I can't. I'll, I'll never forget that. That's absurd. That, that particular yeah. day will live in my head. You know, one of the ice creams I got with that was the Superman ice cream, Tim. I also got the uh, Joker mint, uh, and I didn't want to tell you because I knew you'd be heartbroken to hear that. Uh, but those oh, were two. I am heartbroken. To those hear. were those were included in that for some reason. Did you get a Harley deal. Quinn? Is it that's that's Dryers, not Briars? Is it Dryers? Where I'm from, Dryers is called. Where I'm from, Dryers is called Edie's. Well, I'm sorry. Yes, Edie's, yeah. Dryers, all of that. Right. Uh, yeah. Which is weird, right? To, why are two... Why, why are eating Briars. Bravo, yeah, why, Briars. Why, why are two companies, they're two of the biggest companies called Dryers and Briars? I don't know, man. It made more sense in St. Louis when it was called Edie's. Yeah, that does Nobody make more confused. sense. I, I'm, I've, I've never realized that until this moment. As a matter of fact, I don't even know if I've ever really put the two together that they were different. I can acknowledge they're different logos. One's in the brick that I was referring to. The other one comes in the classic round ice cream, uh, you know, court. But wow. I think, I yeah. think like the Dryers, Dryers ice cream is a little more gummy and Briars, Bravo Briars is a little more uh, icy. It's got a little more of that like kind of watery, icy feel to it. Is that... Something to do with their freezing process? What 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 is that? It, it might be. It might just be what's what's in the mix there, like the the amount of air versus the amount of water. I don't know. 
You know what I don't like, Tim, is I don't like certain ice creams, re, you know, resistance to calling it ice cream. Have you noticed that, that it's this new thing where on the front of the package, it'll say, like it does on today's dessert, frozen dairy dessert instead of saying ice cream? No, I, I do not. I, I have to confess that I am an absolute fancy pants and that most of the ice cream I buy at the store is just Ben and Jerry's. Oh, Jesus Christ, Tim. So yeah. you're, you're always getting real ice cream. You're never getting frozen dairy desserts. Right. I'm not getting frozen dairy desserts. I'm getting, I'm getting real, real ice cream that has, you know, and they're not, they're not giving you one Reese's peanut butter cup in the Ben and Jerry's carton. Like they're loading that up with waters in there. Oh man. Because, because I think like all the toppings they put in there actually cost less than like the real thick cream that they use to make their ice cream. I'm, I'm still pretty upset about this whole Briars dryers thing. I got to admit. I, I don't know what to think anymore. I and I mean I don't I don't know I, I don't. Why would you do I that? Why would you closely go, the like ice cream? Coca Cola and Boca Cola, like, Boca Bola. You know, like I. Why would you do that? Pepsi Schmepsi. Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. I don't understand this. I'm, I'm bothered by this. I'm ready. I think we need to just move past it because if not, I am going to be stuck in this conundrum for the rest of the show, Tim. Not going to be able to move on. So I want to go ahead and let our viewers know that this week we are purring Reese's and Reese's Pieces two-in-one ice cream slash frozen dairy dessert. Reese's and Reese's Pieces two-in-one ice cream slash frozen dairy dessert. Reese's and Reese's Pieces two-in-one ice cream slash... Frozen dairy dessert. Reese's and Reese's Pieces two-in-one ice cream. Slash frozen dairy dessert. Yeah, by by Briars. Bravo, Briars. Are we sure it's Briars? Yeah, it's Briars. With a Bravo. With a Bravo. Bravo Briars. Dryers is Edie's Edie Dryer. Yeah, Delta Dryers is that's a. Uh, um. Whoops! Wait a second. Briar animal crackers. What the what the hell is going on here? What are you finding? Don't do research when we're on the show, Tim. You do not trying, do research when we're on the show. I've our our viewers need to know who was there first. And Briar's ice cream apparently has been around 153 years since uh, 1866. I don't believe that for a minute. They've been Delta making frozen Dryers dairy dessert this whole time. Was introduced at Edie's in Oakland, California, but Joseph Edie and William Dreyer. They, what, what is going on? This, there's a whole story here. These guys broke up, apparently, but the, the brand stayed the same. Edie and Dreyer were two different guys. The partnership was dissolved in 1947. So you mean to tell me, and, and what did they do? Did they split up America? I did, guess. Did they see Edie, Edie's goes east, Dreyer's goes west kind of deal? I, I guess that was it. God, Tim. Is that what's going to happen to us on this podcast? I hope not. Oh, I man. think, does it, like, I wish, I, I, I suppose, that, that would mean I would have to go to the East Coast. Yeah. I, I'd have to go back to, I'd have to go back to St. Louis to just start the Tim Eat Snacks podcast. Oh, man. And I just do Derek Eat Snacks alone uh, on the yeah. West Coast. That's a bummer. That'd be, 
I don't want to. I don't want to go out that way. That's I that's why I'm know. glad reading Bravo no. Briars. Yeah, Bravo Briars, 1866 by William A. Briar in Philadelphia, yeah. Pennsylvania. And, and look what they're doing with this ice cream, this, right? They're they're taking they're taking two things. They're taking two sides. They're taking two brothers, in fact, and they're bringing them back together. They're taking classic Reese's peanut butter cups, and they're bringing them back together with their little brother Reese's mini pieces, and they're they're putting them together in one ice cream. I'm a big fan of this reunion of these two brothers. They did not associate with each other for years, and now the Reese's and the Reese's mini pieces are back together. We've seen them inside of each other. It's a little weird, but if you're into incest porn, whatever. Um, and in this so case, happy. We had a party, and at this party, I decided at the very last minute that at an impulse buy at Fry's Grocery Store, which probably used to be a Smitty's, that I was going to get... Um, a bag each of all these different varieties of Reese's, like dark chocolate, white chocolate, regular, and then the, all you know all the mini ones, but then also the ones that had the Reese's pieces inside. It sounds like a fun party. Previously, too. those were, previously the ones with the mini Reese's pieces inside. I was kind of like whatever. I was a little meh on them, but they stole the show in this assortment. I can't explain why, but they were the stars. They were the ones that got eaten first. The peanut butter cups with the Reese's inside. Are the, the the Reese's pieces inside are are the perfect combination of the smooth and creaminess of a peanut butter cup with that little crunch that you need. But it would be too much if it was like hard peanut pieces, which is the I think the alternative to give a Reese's peanut butter cup crunch. So some genius mm. was like, hey, we need to pack these with mini pieces. The funny thing about this is I don't typically like things that have M and M's. In them, I'm not a big fan of like ice creams that include M&Ms in them, and I'm not a fan of uh, of particularly like cookies with M&Ms. But oh, I love an M&M cookie. Ice cream is a tougher sell because M&Ms. Yeah. If you put M&Ms like in real ice cream, if you're if you're getting you know half a pack of M&Ms mixed into your Cold Stone, those M&Ms are going to get real hard. Yeah, exactly. And that's not great. Now I did have a. Reese's, and I did have a peanut butter uh, M&M cookie that I enjoyed very much, uh, and, I, and, the, and the Reese's peanut-like type M&M cookies I've had that I've liked. Uh, but particularly the crunch inside of the Reese's cup itself is amazing. Now, the Reese's cups, we've talked about this in the past, but they have gone downhill. The cups themselves, I don't know if it's the quality of the peanut butter. I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't know if it's me. I don't know if I'm dying inside and they're just not as special. Every once in a while, I treat myself to a special Reese's uh, or peanut butter cup from someplace like uh, Rocky Mountain Candy Company. And when I do, they're sensational. They never disappoint. Have you ever had Justin's? No, I haven't had Justin's. Justin's, they, they sell these, they, they come through Costco every once in a while. They sell them, I think, at Starbucks. I hate supporting the, mm-hmm. the I don't know, Starbucks has some weird snack buyer. They stack the, the they kind of have all their own little hippie kind of snacks, but a Justin's peanut butter cup is absolutely terrific. Right. And it's that's, those and peanut, peanut butter all cups. real shit. I'm going to, I'm going to say another one is like the Walmart store brand peanut butter cups and the Costco Peanut butter cups, fantastic. Way better than what Reese's mm-hmm. has to offer as of late with a peanut butter cup. Um, and I want Reese's to be good. Don't get me wrong. I love Reese's. Uh, and I do find, like, the big cups bring back some of that feel. I think that they've just done something to the standard Reese's peanut butter cup to make it smaller 
and less like filled with peanut butter. I think that's the thing about a peanut butter cup that makes it really good is when you bite into it and it just is somehow oozing peanut butter that you didn't even know could be packed into that bad boy. And I said bad boy I, it because it was the proper to, emphasis. Yeah. I, it, it always comes back to, I think, what kinds of oils they're using. Oh, you know, like, is it cocoa butter and peanut oil right. or is it, you know, soybean oil or partially hydrogenated cottonseed or something, you know? Correct. I talked about these sugar-free chocolate bars, I believe, one time on this podcast that uh, I had, and I didn't know that they were sugar-free, and I was quite upset that I bought. There was no major designation on these chocolate bars that they were the sugar-free ones, and they were right next to milk chocolate ones. And for some reason, nothing in my brain said, why are those blue and those are brown? So I just grabbed these blue ones and ate them. And it was one of the best chocolate bars, like just straight-up chocolate bars I've had in a long time. And I realized that that was the big part of it was it wasn't altered. Didn't have sugar added to it. It was just chocolate. That's all it was, which is sweet enough as it is. It doesn't need extra things added to it. Uh, and and I've, 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 I keep thinking about this when I eat, you know, snacks from my childhood that I no longer feel taste the same anymore. I think of the things you say about them changing the chocolate, making it not even real chocolate anymore. And you're right. And I hate that you're right, uh, but you're doing a, a public service, and I appreciate it, and I love you for it because you're you're being honest with us, the the world, the 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 community, the snacking community. And even though it's harsh, we need to hear these things that you have to say about the chocolate not being real, because it's not Tim. It's not real chocolate. But I, I want it to be real. I want it to and be want, real. And- and I believe I still believe in Reese's, and I, I buy so many Reese's, man. Every every holiday, we're getting some Reese's variant. Like they they, they still keep coming, and we still enjoy them. And sometimes yeah. they're good. the The form factor makes a big difference if it's an egg or if it's a Christmas tree. Like yeah. that that can improve it just enough. Trees are I better. Don't know. Trees are better than hearts and eggs. Yeah, I don't know why. Trees because it's the shape. It's the way it's they're shape. cut. They cut in. Yeah. It's the amount of peanut butter inside of it. Lots of things. But it's like trees, then hearts and eggs. I don't know where pumpkins fall into that mix. Mm. Uh, there, there's probably other shapes that I'm not even thinking of. Hearts, Valentine hearts. Yeah, the hearts. There's they do pumpkins, and they might even do bats now at Halloween as well. Wow. Yeah, and yet they're doing nothing to make their chocolate or their peanut butter any better. Uh, and after trouncing them like this, I am ready to dig into one of their snacks, Tim. Yeah, let's do it. All ready? Yeah, let's go, let's go scoop some ice cream. Let's get some ice cream. All right. the fact you took time to spoon it into a bowl. Are you just eating it right out of the container? Yeah. I was... I said, let's go scoop some ice cream. I assumed we were both scooping. Well. Now I look like a jerk. Look at this guy scooping. This guy's scooping it into a bowl. This guy... Well, you know he's going to finish the whole thing once he opens it up. Yeah. 
hasn't eaten a snack in how many weeks and he's going to just daintily scoop some ice cream into a bowl? Yeah. Yeah, call before you walk. Yeah. I was snacking the whole time in Vegas. I had some snacks. I had some good road trip snacks. I had a party-sized bag of peanut butter M&M's that we got just because the, the taste of the hazelnut M&M's was haunting me. Oh, yeah. And I needed, I needed to get that peanut butter M&M flavor back. So I'm going to peanut butter snacks. Still a little time. Yeah. Peanut butter snacks are the best. This is pretty good. I like this ice cream. Are we cream. dealing with two different kinds, two different kinds of ice cream swirled together? Uh-huh. Is it this lighter peanut butter colored ice cream that has peanut butter cups in it, and then the chocolate ice cream has pieces in it? So the cups and the pieces aren't really intermingling. They're they're encased in different ice they're cream in, flavors that in sort the, of swirl together. They're segregated within the ice cream, yes. I didn't know those would happen. That's a weird it's a weird way to set this up. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate so it's it because... Not, it's not ice cream with, with... It's not ice cream with peanut butter cups and pieces. It's ice cream with pieces swirled with ice cream with peanut butter cups. Mm-hmm. So it's keeping them together, but I keeping never them go. apart. Right. Yeah. I appreciate that for the very well, least, the... Yeah. Um, proper distribution of the two candies. Well, I was getting all peanut butter cups at first, and I was like, where, where are the pieces? What's going on? Uh-huh. Got to get down that chocolate swirl. Yeah. I'm sure that means something that I don't know what it means, but... it's a. Gotta get down to that chocolate swirl. Just, just use that, drop that in conversation sometime. I will. Make it part of my vernacular. I wasn't talking to you. I was, I was, I was breaking the fourth wall. No, don't do that. Directly to the viewer. Don't talk to them. You, the viewer. Don't talk to them. Should drop that in conversation. Say it. Say it to me. Uh huh. Hashtag it. Hashtag it. Got to get yeah. down to that roll sometime. Uh-huh. Now, I could say that I'm not really enjoying this, but I may not even really podcasting anymore. I'm sitting here eating ice cream. I love them. Yeah. This reminds me of Reese's. Reese's peanut butter cups have for a long time been... My my go to ice cream topping when I'm ordering like a a, a a concrete or any any type of ice cream where you get candy mixed in yeah. Blizzard. Yeah, because you know it's not going to disappoint. Know. Yeah, I mean, I used to I used to be a Heath Bar guy. Heath bars, which which we've talked about being so poorly search engine optimized. It's not a good name. And I kind of pivoted to Reese's. Never looked back. Yeah. kind of like this this particular uh quart and a half has been in my freezer for a few weeks now untouched 
And mm-hmm. the peanut butter, the cups, the Reese's Pieces, it's, they're all still really easy to eat. None of it's like frozen solid to a point that I felt like I needed to like let this ice cream thaw for a little while before eating it. I appreciate that. That's why it makes those particular uh, yeah. items such good toppings for ice cream. Well, certainly, with another. I think you get a you get a, a Bravo Briars or a Delta Dryers, and you're and you're gonna be able to scoop it right away. Ben and Jerry's, it's gonna be impenetrable. Put it on the counter for a minute. Because that's real ice cream, and these it's are frozen. These are frozen dairy desserts. Frozen dairy desserts. I don't know why that bothers ice cream. That's, it's what it's what my grandma used to eat. Like she would get Briar's vanilla bean ice cream, and I think eating it made her feel fancy. Yeah. That's how I feel about that's how I feel about uh, Ben and Jerry's, Tim. Well, yeah. Well, because it, yeah, it is fancy. You're just eating it on the regular, though. Oh, I don't know. Now, I'll... no, you know, it's like every couple of weeks. It's not like I don't know. I can't explain my lifestyle anymore. No. Nor should you have to. You know why? Because you're living your best life, Tim. Right. And it's one of the things we're about on this show. We're about respect for women. We're about living your best life, and we're about the purr system. We pick a snack. We eat a snack. We rate a snack. And that's what we've done here today on this particular episode of Derek and Tim Eat Snacks. We've picked our snack, we've ate our snack, and it's time to rate our snack. I I enjoyed this ice cream. I'm going to call it ice cream, even though it is trying so hard right now to scream at me and say, It's a frozen dairy dessert! I don't like is that part. Is it on the package? Does this package... I haven't... This package is very careful. This package is as careful as the WWE is to call their event in Saudi Arabia of being in the city of Jeddah and not being in Saudi Arabia. Uh, as this package is mm-hmm. as careful of not calling this particular item ice cream. Um, it says here, peanut butter and chocolate. Peanut butter and chocolate. That's it. Peanut butter and chocolate with Reese's peanut butter cup pieces and Reese's penis pieces mini candies. Suggested <laughs> serving suggestion, frozen dairy dessert. Uh, you said Reese's penis. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> did. I used to say that all the time. Oh, At Briars, we start with only high quality ingredients. Our dairy is all American. Our milk and cream Notice not ice cream come from cows not treated with artificial growth hormones. Our colors and flavors come from natural sources. Our vanilla and fruit are sustainably farmed. Nowhere does it say it's ice cream. Nowhere. Man. Have have you been reading these articles about the global vanilla shortage? Oh, Tim, there's a global vanilla shortage now? I don't know if sustainable vanilla farming is real. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. God, that's something else for me to be bummed out about. We got the human trafficking. We got the palm oil fields. We got the not real chocolate. And then we have a fucking vanilla shortage. 
there's this vanilla shortage, and so a lot of vanilla is like synthesized vanillin from other non-vanilla sources. Oh, now we got sources. fake fucking vanilla now. There's, there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. They fake chocolate, fake vanilla. It's it's a mess, man. Why is it that when everything was real, all we did was make these science fiction movies about how cool it was going to be when it's not real? But now that it's all not real, it doesn't feel good, Tim. I'm not excited about this. Yeah, I mean... I'm not, exci- gonna... I'm not excited for a replicator eventually to be made as much as people want one. 3D uh, printed food? 3D, 3D printed sure. food that's all, uh, you know, fuck it. Shut up. Alexa, uh, you know, fucking 3D printed <laughs> your, food. Your, 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 your sex robot is like, how can you say these things? She's fucking right talking shit. Oh, man. Do you see? Do you see? I'm getting fucking interrupted by the goddamn robot voice in my room. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. It feels like very Orwellian. I, I definitely feel like we're on the dark side of the future, for sure. Be- yeah. Mostly because this Briar's fucking treat that I just enjoyed so thoroughly refuses to call itself ice cream. Tell me what you are. Are you, are you, a, are you, are you, are you a light yogurt? Are you a fucking, what are you? And why won't you call yourself ice cream? For that very reason, I'm deducting two points off of it. I would normally get it, give it an 8.5 based on how much I enjoyed it. But because it doesn't want to call itself ice cream, I'm giving it a six and a half, Tim. It gets a six yeah. and a half because Even- I don't like the dishonesty. I don't like the betrayal. I don't like the refusal to commit to what you are as a person. In 2019, we're all about living your best life and being you. Be who you are. Be proud who you are, no matter what that is. And in this case... Fucking come out, Briars. Are you an ice cream? Are you? What are you? Thank yeah, you for man. thank you for coming to my TED talk. You're not wrong. W- Wikipedia is complaining about this as well. It says that that they've been cutting costs since they were bought by Unilever and moved from Green Bay, Wisconsin, to Englewood Cliffs, New Jersey. Nobody knows that's, what they're doing over there in New Jersey. No, and that's why they call it frozen dairy dessert and not ice cream. Anymore, it can have up to forty ingredients. Uh, it's wild stuff. Somebody and sued them, and they, and they have to call it this now. I bet that they did. Or at some at some point, it, it it could be somebody sued them. It could be one of these like, you know, chocolate versus chocolatey coating or whatever. You know, FDA rules where you you get past a certain number of ingredients, and you can't call it ice cream anymore, or it has to contain a certain thing, or can't contain some other thing. You know, it's like all of your cheese food products and things like that. Like, there there are still some rules about what we can call things. Here are the criteria that it must qualify under in order to be called ice cream. Ice cream must contain a minimum of 10% dairy milk fat. Ice cream must have no more than 100% overrun and weigh no less than 4.5 pounds Per gallon. What is overrun, you ask? Overrun is the amount of air that is whipped into the ice cream base during freezing and is usually presented by percentage. For example, with 100% overrun, you for every gallon of ice cream base, you would whip up two gallons of finished ice cream. Does that make sense? 
I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. But there are fucking, there are qualifications because we as consumers shouldn't have to take getting sold everything and being called ice cream. We have ice cream. We have reduced fat ice cream. We have light ice cream. We have low fat ice cream. We have non-fat ice cream. And what else do we have, Tim? We have fucking frozen dairy desserts, which is what we ate today. I still don't know what that is, but I know it doesn't qualify as ice cream. Man, this is just heartbreaking stuff. I don't I don't want to have another thing on my list of things that I have to worry about when I'm at the damn grocery store, Derek. This is going to just stress me out now. You know, I want to just like, I want to buy an ice cream based on things like, does it have Ninja Turtles on it? Yes? Okay. Like that, that's, that's been what I based my ice cream purchasing since I was a fucking small child, Tim. Since I was yeah. a small child. Do you think I enjoyed the, 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 the gumball eyeballs on the Ninja Turtle pop that I per Nobody enjoys the fucking eyeballs, Tim. They're disgusting. They're hard. They turn into like dust, the ice oh. dust that, that can perhaps be chewed into gum eventually, but most likely not. You're going to give up on it or fucking worse, swallow it. But more importantly, that's the shit you had to go through in order to or enjoy your delicious sherbety fucking ice cream. That was shaped... Like Michelangelo. So on one hand, this is definitely not the Briar's ice cream that made my grandma feel fancy. But the reason that we usually splurge on Ben and Jerry's is because it it gets me around that Cold Stone problem of them not mixing in enough toppings. Or that Dairy Queen problem of they can't, for some reason, mix the Blizzard toppings all the way to the bottom of the thing. And I'm stuck with like a quarter cup of just plain ice cream. You know what I mean? So frustrating. They put no care into crafting you a damn blizzard. And the oh. bigger blizzard you get, the more likely you are to just have like plain ice cream, inches and inches of it at the bottom of the cup. Yeah, but you know what they can't wait to do, Tim? They can't wait to flip it over and show it to you that it's not oh. going to fall out of the cup. Yeah. Like, I, I, I super don't care if it's going to fall out of the cup. What I care about is, like, did you mix in the toppings well? Anyway. This ice cream at least delivers on Reese's Pieces and Reese's Peanut Butter Cups pretty well mixed in throughout the frozen dairy dessert. And for that reason, I'm going to give it a little bit better of a rating than you did. I'm not super satisfied with it. The chocolate part was good. The peanut butter ice cream didn't really taste like anything. The chocolate the chocolate tasted like chocolate ice cream, at least. It, it's chocolatey enough to satisfy my kids who do not care what chocolate ice cream they're being shoved in their faces. I'm going to give it a seven. Craig. Drink, you bitch. Ah. <laughs> uh, this this entire podcast is, is merely just to entertain ourselves and to make one man uh, drink himself into a stupor. Uh, that's right. That's, We've that's, done our jobs. That's really all this is all about. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's good to have you back, sir. Don't ever leave me for Boise. I swear to fucking God. I, I will not. Thank same, you. Same to you. Yeah. No, no, no the, worries about the, that. The, I'm not even going current, to visit Josh in Boise. Are you kidding me? Us, the, the, the 50 miles of Phoenix between us right now is the most that we could possibly have. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as a matter of fact, whenever I want to visit Schlag, I'm going to make arrangements to go visit his brother in Hawaii and tell him to meet me there. 
That is a really good plan. Yeah, that's the plan. That's the move. And you know why? Because I'm smart. I went to the Snacking Institute with you. I learned things, and I make moves to satisfy my selfish needs. That's what this whole podcast is about. Again, it's about us entertaining ourselves and making one man drink himself into a stupor. Tim, I will see you next week. I'll see you next week. And fuck Nazis. Fuck Nazis. And get down to the chocolate swirl.